This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. What's up? This is Sean Mary, and you listen to the Mavs Step Back Podcast. That's what's up. Yes, the Mavericks, all about action. Don't do no acting, no Samuel Jackson. Dirk get the ball, you know that it's magic. Post move deadly, yeah, get tragic. Look with the ball, yeah, get nasty. He'll drop 30, don't gotta ask him. Luka with the step back 30. Oh, Boy, Chris Stabs, looking like Dirk and Nash in the gap. They just want to ring, want to fill the gap on your team head. I ain't talking heads, dang, go relax, still at the champ. Diva still coming with the Calibus flow, the Mavs the best on the flow. I'm wild. How's it going, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host and SI Dallas basketball colleague, Matt Galatson. And today we have a really special guest for you guys. Uh, He was a four-time NBA All-Star. He won a championship with the Dallas Mavericks in 2011. It's Sean Marion. And like he would say, that's what's up. Sean, how are you doing? (laughs) What's up, guys? How y'all doing? (laughs) So one one thing that we wanted to talk to you about, because, I mean, we, we see you at Mavs games every now and then, and uh, we keep up with you on social media and everything, but uh, just overall, how's retirement life treating you? What you been up to these days? I mean, it's, it's actually pretty awesome, man. You know, I'm going to spend a lot of time with my son, my father first, and I get to, I get to travel the world a little bit, doing stuff with the NBA and, um, and doing stuff with uh, Mavericks, of course. And then, uh, of course, I audition. Uh, I own a team overseas in New Zealand, so... No, I'm nice. keeping myself pretty pretty busy and occupied, but uh, it's been pretty it's pretty awesome as I, I can honestly say it's pretty cool, man. As you, you can find something to do, and um, I ain't saying it's gonna be uh, a nine to five, but you can find something that you're interested in and keep yourself around the game or, or whatever you choose to do. You know, what I'm saying it's, uh, it's it's your choice to go in what direction you want to. But I, I was able to to to, to branch off in a few different directions, and it's kind of cool. I keep myself busy. Yeah, yeah, I, that's pretty cool. I, I I didn't know that you uh you owned a team in New Zealand. That's that's really cool. Uh, how's that going for you? I mean, it, how long has that been in the works? It's the second season. Uh, as far as owner of it, um, me and uh, my partners were were uh, we're. I mean, it's a learning curve for all of us, but it, you know, it's definitely cool. It's a cool experience. Right. Yeah, and uh, we we see you like like you said. You know, you do stuff with the Mavs, even though you know you're retired, but. Uh, I saw you at the game the other day with Dirk and Mark Cuban, and uh, we tweeted we put out from that uh, from the Step Back Instagram account that that was just Mavs royalty all sitting there together. <laughs> it was really good to see you guys hanging out the way you do. It, it's glad I'm glad that all of you, uh, you know, are a tight knit family, and y'all y'all stay together even though uh, that team is you know. 10 years removed from winning a title. So it's a special thing. You know, Cuban creates atmosphere where he, 
people want you to be. It's like a family there, and uh, that's that, that's that's one of the biggest things. Indian family is is all all is, is on a different different magnitude. But the family it starts in the organizations though. And Cuban laid the foundation early and how he wanted and what he wants around there, and that's pretty awesome. Man. And uh, you see you see a few guys running around there occasionally, and but you see a lot. It's a lot of retired players that come to the games that matters. I know a lot of my friends that I, some of the guys that I played with didn't play with actually pop up into the games a lot. I just don't see them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's the thing. We It's not just you. Like you said, there's a lot of people that come back, and I think that's a testament to the family environment that, that Cuban and Donnie Nelson and, uh, you know, the front office has created there, uh, that you see all these guys coming back and even guys that, you know, didn't stay with the Mavs for a very long time. You know, they're, 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 they still have a fondness for the organization, and I think that's huge for the past and huge for the future. Yeah, so, you know, speaking of laying the foundation for the future, obviously, you know, this year's team is off to a really hot start and um, <clears throat> kind of blowing everybody's expectations out of the water. And, Sean, I just wanted to get your thoughts on, you know, what you thought of them this year, what you think of how Luca has just exploded into this new season and, you know, get your thoughts on Chris Stapps as well and how he's adjusting. Well, you know, the, the team is, yeah, they're, 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 they're doing, they're making a lot of noise right now. And, and, and just, and biggest reason is, is the, is the man, is a share of wealth on the team. Luca is, is heading, heading the, the point system. And, uh, and Kalana got, got it where he could, he controls everything on the floor. And, when I say it's, it's opportunities for everybody to have a great, great night, it really truly is because the way Lucas passing the ball, the way he's controlling the floor, tempo of the game, and then you got Buxton coming in and JJ. You've seen JJ spark in there in the last few games as well. I see my little guy back there, <laughs> little, little guy <laughs> back on the floor. But but I mean the system and um, and the tempo, the temperament of the team is awesome, man. You got, you got, if you, if you sit there, it's a great environment, great atmosphere. The fans are, the city is, is, is alive again. And they're, they're happy, they're excited to go to the games. Everybody wants to see the, see the show because Luca and, and Porzingis and everybody, Timmy, all of those guys, they put into a show right now. It's fun to watch. And, and uh, the thing is, we're winning and, and we're doing it very, very well. And uh, and we're we're beating some good teams, and uh, you know I'll rec- I'll take we probably only lost really truly honestly, we lost six, I think we, we we lost six games so far this year. I think we should we really only lost six games, three of them games we should have won, you know. Right. Um. But with that being said, though, like um, I mean I, I'm just I'm just not I just don't know what's gonna happen as long as we can stay healthy and everybody keep playing playing the way we play and everybody keep shooting the ball the way we we the one the I think we number one rated offensive offensive team in the league. That's so, right. I mean, like they're 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 doing some some great things on the floor, and like I said, Luca is is, is is controlling it, you know, and uh, doing a great job of it. Yeah, and I, I mentioned this earlier uh, on Twitter, but uh, our guy Bobby Corrala, he he tweeted out that uh, the Mavs have had a 118 offensive rating over the last 10 games, and their overall off- offensive rating is like I believe it's 116.5. And just to put that into perspective, the Warriors at their peak, you know, of, of their dynasty, uh, the highest offensive rating they had was 115.9, and that was last year. So that that kind of puts into perspective just how amazing this Mavs team has been on the offensive end of the floor. And it's even more amazing to me because 
in my opinion, Kristaps Porzingis, you know, he's been great on the defensive end of the floor and he's been rebounding well and blocking shots and all that. But to me, he's at like maybe 70, 75% on the offensive end of where he could be. What do you think about that? I, I'll agree with that. But, you know, a, 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 bigger, a bigger issue of, of why their, their numbers are what they are from Golden State to this year for our team is because the tempo of the league has is, is changed. The dynamic of the league has changed. The pace of the tempo, the pace of the game is so much faster now than last year. Yeah. So it's a big jump. So that's why the numbers are, are escalating to a certain degree because, I mean, a lot of teams are scoring the ball, are higher on record numbers this year. Nobody playing no damn defense. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you, get it, you know what I'm saying? So, right. the question is, uh, when it comes time to when you can you put it in the basket, can you get stops and, and still play the game? You know what I'm saying? Because some nights it's not gonna go in. And then the nights that are fortunate for us, a lot of nights that we shoot the ball well, is a lot of nights we can win the ball game. You know, uh, right? So that's that's where that's them the kind of win the games you gotta try to win. Once when you ain't shooting the best, you know, Luca is not having a great night. Porzingis is not having a great night. Can we still win those games? And then we have shown that we can. Well, it's been it's been. I, I, watched, I think it was I think it was against Denver this year, up in Denver. Yeah, Luca and Porzingis had a great games all. Everybody on support cast had an amazing game. I mean, everybody that was in the support guy almost had double, double figures. They carried the whole team. Yeah. And, and and did a great job doing it. It was very comfortable out there. And you just love to see, and uh, the rotation that Carlisle had going in, making sure everybody kept they kept they win, kept their breath, man, was was awesome. Yeah, yeah, that that Denver win is one of my favorite of the season so far because I believe Maxi Kleba was your your game high scorer for the Mavs with 14 points, and they went into Denver and won. So that that was amazing. Uh, you know, you talking about how there's there's no defense played in the NBA today. That's going to lead me into my next point because, you know, one of the biggest things from that 2011 title team was the team defense that you guys played. Well, individual, individual, yeah, yeah, individual and team defense. But uh, obviously things have changed. Uh, there's, There's a lot more points being scored because there's just not that much defense being played. But I'm just wondering if there's any kind of just team wise similarities that you see between this Mavs team this year compared to that title team? I know it's different role players and everything, but I'm just wondering if there's any kind of similarities you can see. Well, listen, you know, um, it's kind of hard to compare that team because that team was very dynamic and unique. You know, when you look at the roster of our team we had and um, you look at the roster that we have currently. Um, but, you know, I'd say that the, the, the game has changed in that 10 years, man. But with that being said, though, there are teams in the league that do play defense. When you talk about there's no defense, I mean, I, I was not saying teams don't play defense, but it's kind of like over overshadowed now because of how, it's really overshadowed now because of, of these, the high power offense is being scored now in a lot of these teams. But when you talk about defense and lock in defense, though, and talk about that, there's just that point alone. I watched this play against the Clippers. The Clippers intimidate you. Yeah. On defensive end. They can they can go stretches where, where you see Kawhi and Paul Jordan. They got two of the best perimeter defenders in the league right now, I think, uh, as far as their position. Um, like amazing. Like it's not even it's not even close. And then when you know, they got you know they got guys out there that just locked in. They got athletic looking guys that that can suffocate you. I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, is this am I watching this? They, it almost it's almost intimidating to watch at times. And and I was like, damn, they're, they they are that good, you know what I'm saying? But they can be beat. 
you know, just like anybody else. They have the weaknesses just like any other team. You know what I'm saying? So just because they play good defense, so all and they, they do give up a lot of three pointers. You know what I'm saying? So at times, so if you hit your shot and you're making and you're making them pay when they gamble or don't gamble, or whatever, like you got a chance to beat them. They can beat just like anybody else. They 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 not undefeated. You know, any team in the league undefeated this season. So like, it's not like these teams don't have uh, weaknesses. A lot of these teams have weaknesses, but just about getting to playoffs and, and, and you make it to the playoffs and you know, get hot you know yeah yeah I mean it, it also helps when you get to the playoffs because you know that that was the Mavs first time playing the Clippers that was Luca's first time playing against Kawhi and Paul George together and you know they have Patrick Beverly and uh you know just a bunch of dogs they they're real long they're uh, yeah, they're real. Yeah. They're real physical, and I, I think they're twelve deep. I mean, they're they're just they're almost impossible. But once you get to the playoffs, if 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 it ever comes to that, and you're playing them, you know, every other night, that's where Rick Carlisle comes into effect, and you know, having that familiar familiarity can can really help them in a playoff series. I think, but yeah, like you said, anybody can be beat. So, uh, I mean, I just I hope we can get to that point that we can, you know, see that play out because basketball reference the other day uh, tweeted out that so far their playoff predictor, they're, they're giving the Mavs like a 25% chance of winning the West. And the only other West team that has a higher percentage in that projection right now is the Clippers. And I mean, we don't want to get our, our card ahead of the horse, but uh, that's just how well they're playing right now. But yeah, they, point, ain't got, they don't have the Lakers with the Lakers presented as well as yeah, I I think I think in those uh those playoff projection or whatever their system is, I think they may have taken that uh that head to head matchup they just watched <laughs> in Los Angeles I mean, in, into that's effect. The second time we played Lakers, we actually should have beat the Lakers the first time here to do it at, at home. Right, you know what I'm saying that, that, they, we lost that game because of that game they had they had the hand they had the hand that game in hand to win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we 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 see the Rockets. Uh, they're they're considering protesting that game the other day where the refs missed the the call on James Harden's made dunk. But man, I was, they I was, miss calls every night. <laughs> Good luck with that. I was like, well, if they're gonna do that, the Mavs should have protested that first Lakers game. But you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Oh yeah, you're right with that foul that uh, Dwight Howard grabbed. Uh, grabbed uh, was it Seth uh, Curry? Seth Curry. Yeah. Seth Curry <laughs> getting to the corner. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, like, speaking of those playoff projections that Dalton was just talking about, um, that that's just kind of a, a measure of how much, you know, this team has, you know, outdone our expectations for what we thought they would be coming into the year. And, you know, Sean, obviously you have championship experience and you know what it takes to win a title. Um, what do you think the ceiling of this team is? And is it is it a championship-level team, or do they still need to – to grow or add a couple more pieces or what, what, what is this team ceiling? Um, you know, I, I would like to see us get another uh, inside enforcer. I think, uh, Porzingis is doing a great job of, of, you know, blocking shots from the weak side. And sometimes when he's on the ball, but you know, I think he's more a perimeter, perimeter dominant big. He's not really that kind of inside threat for us. Don't want to enforce it. He, he, he'll get some blocks. He don't do that. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like, you still need some kind of dominant big man inside just to just to, to and make it intimidate for people coming there. Because right now, you know, at certain times we do give up uh, too 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 many easy buckets going to the basket. Though you know we were, you know what I'm saying and this as we are, I think we win a lot of games because we're shooting the three ball very well. And but at the same time though, we give up a lot of interior interior points. We don't have a lot of right. big interior presence. Yeah, yeah, I, I can agree with that. You know, I've I've I kind of like those lineups where they. 
it really depends on matchups, but I kind of like those lineups where they play KP at the five and then, you know, whoever the opposing five is on the other team, uh, he's, you know, dragging them out close to the three-point line and it opens everything up for, for Luca and whoever else has the ball in their hands. So I enjoy that, but I do, I do agree that, you know, they, they probably could use another, uh, a bruiser, so to speak, yeah, uh, yeah. down low. So yeah, just like, uh, just like Dirk had with Tyson Chandler, that was right. such a perfect marriage <laughs> in the middle uh, oh. with, with, with Dirk floating around and, and Tyson there is his, you know, his bodyguard down there. And Brendan was there too now. Don't forget about Brendan Haywood. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> Brendan as well. You know, it was, it, yeah. was, it was a great combination for Dirk yeah. to have guys like that down there. Yeah. And, you know, Sean, I just think that would work really well. Sean, I, I got to ask you this. A few weeks ago, I, I was kind of speculating and assuming that we played KP at the five I was thinking about, you know, a potential scenario where the Mavs ended up with Blake Griffin. What w- what would your thoughts be on something like that? Do you think that could work? Nope. <laughs> well, straight I'm, to the point. Yeah, straight to the point. Well, there's a lot of people that said that, but I had to get your I had to get no. your uh well, why would you think that would work? Look look at the look at what does Blake Griffin do now? The same thing as Porzingis does. Yeah, I, but, but I feel like he blocks more shots than him. Blake don't play defense though. When the last time you seen Blake uh, highlighted Blake Griffin blocking a shot? Whenever he ever throughout his career, right? He's more injury. He's, he's more injury prone there. I love him. I think he's an exciting player. He's, he don't play the book around like he used to anymore. Now he's, he's he can sit with shooting three balls and he's knocking them down here and there. But you can't even keep him on the floor more than two or three games by him going down now. I feel like every, I feel like every time I turn on the TV and Detroit's playing right now, I don't know if he's playing or he's hurt. Yeah, he's he's had. I some... mean, that's being really serious though. Like he you know he got a new deal and congratulations, he got his money and stuff. The Clippers, they 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 knew what they was in for. They got rid of him as soon as possible. Like that wasn't no, that wasn't that was a, a strategic plan on them. They had to pay him because he was he was there, but they got rid of him because you know what I'm saying he was injured and you know they just feel like they need to, 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 to go a different route. And it wouldn't work for them keeping them on, keeping that keeping that contract on it, and uh, you know they find a way to get rid of them. And you know it worked out for for both sides. That was a great trade for both sides. I think he went to Detroit and really helped them, and fit, fit in with them really well. But for us and our team in, in Dallas, though, I don't I don't I don't see him helping us though. I really don't because so, you know we need we need another interior side bruiser. He don't bang inside anymore. He shoots threes. So okay. what he gonna do is. So, so branching off of that, I'm going to go ahead and assume, based on what you've said, Sean, you would be more interested in the other Detroit big man if it came down to him or Blake. <laughs> you, you know what? I, I don't know if uh, – would he be the one that, that would fit for us? I don't know. I think uh, John Dre Drummond, he's playing, he's playing great. He's, but, like, he's playing great right now. And – uh, I don't know. I, 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 you know, there's so many different kind of bruises. Well, so I'm not necessarily has to. He just necessarily has to be a, a big man, a five. You know, right. he can be a four, another four. You know, Porzingis could play four or five. You know, because they got. But right now, we got, we got, they got twos, threes, and fours guarding him at times. And five. Yeah. So everybody is guarding <laughs> him because it's just like it's crazy. That's 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 because he doesn't post up like that really for us, and we don't want him to to a certain degree. But with that being said, though, like you know. Having like a a guy who who just can can, can guard multiple positions and very versatile at the four spot, you know what I'm saying, it, 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 and and be really physical inside when we need to is is is, is, a, is a is a is a part that I feel like we're missing. You know what I'm saying? Right. 
That's the, that's the only and, thing we got on forward. So we got some guys that are tough. I'm, I think our guys are tough. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that we need a, a certain, it's a certain unique type of player that we that we can slide in that position that can that can help and it can definitely be a face up front. Though, but when you need to, to bang and we get a, a mismatch, he can get a bucket down there. You know what I'm saying? Right. And 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 and, and know that you know what I'm saying nobody punking him inside. You know what I'm saying? Not, not trying to take advantage of him inside. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That, know, that we, makes sense. You know, just you just need that that, that extra toughness. You know, we we're tough, but we can be tougher. You know what I'm saying? You need that Deshaun Stevenson on the team. <laughs> but, uh, but but at a different position this time. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, Timmy, and you know, and uh, we got all our. I mean, I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm not. I'm really. I'm. I'm thinking about five different teams, and I got to well, make sure I got all. Benny Smith, Tim Hardaway, Cleaver are probably. I think. Probably the toughest Max, one. Yeah. I think our tough guys are, are pretty much our tough, our tough, our tough wing slash four guys. Right. Like Bobon is tough. Bo, Bo is tough. But when you when you just think about the toughness, you know what I'm saying? As far as our defending, defending them are, I think our, our our best perimeter defenders. Would you agree with me? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Those guys get to get to the summits of Garden, the Paul Georges, the you know, saying the Kawhis, all between those three guys, they got to shuffle them pretty much. So. They do a great job at times for us, but you know, at the same time, I feel like you know we need that one guy that's a little bit bigger than him, but can do can can guard, you know, say help guard one of those guys or help guard a bigger guy when he gets opportunity to come in there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, it it, it will help because like you know, what I'm saying like like we played uh we played uh Montrez Hell I mean uh Montrez Hell you know what I'm saying from Clippers you know, yes. you know you need a guy like like about his size. Athletic three ball. I mean, shoot three ball, but you know what I'm saying. But a bruiser inside, a little bit of bruiser. Yeah, I know everybody don't don't they play with their back to the ball anymore. Yeah, Matt. Uh, Matt, before the Clippers gave uh, Montrez Harrell his new deal, that was one guy that he was he was really looking at, and he was hoping you know so hard that somehow the Mavs could could somehow get him from the Clippers. That didn't happen, but yeah, some a guy like that would be perfect. For this current he Mavs team, oh my God! You know, you know the things that he he's able to do on the floor. He's a he's a version of he plays so hard, and he reminded me of a of a bowl outlaw. Besides not picking up for full court, but to score. Yeah, think about how active bowl outlaw was. He's a one man fast break. Now you got a guy who who just you know he's able to pick up he can take the ball full court, let the ball and score on a big man or or a forward who who's really not agile. And take a straight to the basket in your bucket if you, if you need to. And then, you know what I'm saying? He don't step out shooting up the rebounds, but he's just a bruiser inside. And he's just got a knack around the basket that he's just so active around there and does stuff. He doesn't block shots, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, but, but for a scoring wise, oh, he's a bruiser. He's he going he go, he go to try to go through like somebody's chest. Yeah. And we. Well, I mean, we we know there's not there's not like a a perfect answer to the question of like of who who the Mavs need, but I I do agree with you that they they need at least one more piece to completely you know solidify them uh, as a legit title contender. I think right now they're good enough; they can probably get uh, get past the first round. Uh, if they play, I'm not going to count out Carlisle and Luca together. I, I and the, you know the team they have around them now. I think if they if they're playing at this current level, they're playing at once it gets playoff time, anything is anything is possible with this group. But I do think they well, need well, a new, another though. piece. Well, if you think about it right now, just stop the season right now. Stop the playoffs today. Who we match up with right now? Uh, the Rockets. We'd be playing okay. the Rockets. So you. 
I think we can beat the Rockets in the seven game series. Absolutely, especially with home court. I think court. we can. Uh, I think we, we got home court against the Rockets right now. We play them in the seven game. I think we can win that series. Okay, you know. So okay, then we go next year. Go probably I mean, probably the Lakers. Okay, you think? Beat the I, Lakers. I mean, there's a, there's a, <laughs> I mean, I think anything is anything can happen if we're playing at a high level and we're shooting the ball. We're shooting the ball, but. We got we can beat them we can beat them in a seven game series as well. It'd be tough. I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying we're that much better than, but anything is possible in the in the, in the, in the um in the playoffs. And you get that you hit that right button like like Cuban always says. You know, great teams make it to the playoffs and, and all the fun about hot teams win championships. Yeah, you know I'm saying to a certain degree. Yes, so well, don't get me wrong. You gotta have all the pieces and formulas in place to certain. But if you get high at the right time, it's like look how many. Teams that got high at the right time in, in different sports. I know basketball is probably, I think basketball is the hardest championship to win. But when you look at all the sports that a lot of teams that uh, some of these championships that some of these teams have won lately, they was high team going into the play. They weren't the best team all season either. But if they, got, they got high at the right time. And they got they got a, a great run and was, was able to run through the playoffs and win. Yeah, and I, you know? and I think, you know, we, we haven't seen – the great players elevate their games once they get to the postseason, and we haven't seen Luca in the postseason yet. So you have to assume, well, we based on what we've seen, that you know he's going to bring it then too. Well, you know he, he has something special, man. Him that a lot of players don't have at his age, or I've ever seen. Period. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's saying a lot. He is so confident. And, and uh and cocky but we're quiet <laughs> with it. It's it's not like he's arrogant or nothing. He just so he just goes about it but when you when you wanna but he's not backing down at all. He has no fear in him. And I love it. I really I'm like I said I'm like this dude like he got all that like I'm like I'm look I was a game last year. They showed it I guess they showed it on social media or something last year. I guess he was playing home against uh, the Nationals playing against uh, I think it was it, it might have been Houston. Literally, he took over. The, he scored the last eleven points. Eight, yes, uh, yes, eleven points, eleven <laughs> points. And I was like, he, I was like, did he really just do that? And did it like he was supposed to do it? Like, like y'all, y'all thinking I can't do this? I'm supposed to do this? Like. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, yeah, he, he was – that was the moment where it was like, okay, yeah, this dude yeah. – <laughs> this dude is for real. And he – like we said earlier, Sean, we – I mean, we're just in awe. We can't we, – we knew he was going to take a, a step this year, a leap, but we had no idea. And we had uh, Donnie Nelson on a few a few weeks ago, and, you know, he, he's been – Yeah, he's been scouting Luca for, I mean, forever, since Luca was probably like 14 years old. Uh, and even he was just like, yeah, I had no idea we were going to be this good this early, but he said, we'll take it. <laughs> well, you so know, we're... look at, so, you know, uh, yeah, you're he, he right. But you know what? I'm going to put y'all on something somebody else was talking about. And you never, it, it was a big question about the, the usage. Everybody talking about the usage, usage, usage rates now for players, right? Usage rate, like when a player has the ball in his hand, don't have the ball on the plane, have his hand, how effective the team is and stuff like that. Now we're in a generation now, the game is, dynamically changing a lot now where the point guard pretty much controls and dictates everything. Usually, and usually when a team, when it's been hard for a point, a team to win when the point guard is leading the team to score. Right. It, it, it's, been, it's been really hard. It's been really hard. It doesn't work in a lot of places. In a lot of systems. But if you have a guard is actually a great passer and can, can do both and, 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 and really balance it out. 
you got something special there. And that's what Luka is. That's something special to Luka. A lot of these guards in the league now, they score a lot. A lot of them just all they can do is score. They can't get the team involved as well and score. They can't do both. Right. You can both. Sean, that's, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very good. Look, Sean, we, we really appreciate it. Um, we, we hope you continue to enjoy your retirement to the fullest. And we can't wait to see you at some more Mavs games later this season, man. No doubt, baby. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Appreciate we'll talk it, to you Sean. later, bud. All right, guys. All right. See you later. Again, guys, that was Sean Marion, former four time All Star former NBA champion with the Dallas Mavericks. Great to hear from the Matrix. Uh, Guys, remember, please go like, rate, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, Go to our YouTube channel, subscribe there. Uh, Everyone up to our thousandth subscriber on YouTube will be automatically entered into a chance to win two tickets to a Mavs home game of your choice this season. There are a ton of good games left, so be sure to do that. Not only will you be subscribed to the pod and get all of our our good YouTube content, but you'll also be entered for a chance to win those tickets. So we appreciate it. We hope you have a great weekend watching the Mavs play. We'll see you next week. Y'all have a great one. A lot of times feel like I was on the road to nowhere. Tell me why all these people up in my face acting like I know them. Feeling like Luka Doncic, rookie of the year, I'm the coldest. God speaking through me every single track, prophet like Moses. Asking why I gotta wait till I'm dead to go and get my roses. Feeling like Mass 2019, grinding unfocused. I used to go to bed at night, this current so hopeless. Went through the same pain, my friends chose drugs to cope with. Now I'm reading all these hate comments, man, it got I'm in motion. I had to whip up the potion, I ain't even with the boasting. I was just broken, way down to my lowest. Getting swallowed by them locusts, letting God do the coaching. I had to go through a lot just to realize that I'm chosen. Care away, felt like boulders. All of those slams shut, had to bulldoze them. Name a rapper, dude, who can see me over wax. I'm just trying to spit the facts. Where I spit my flow, people telling me relax. I just get it double back, I just get it double back. They still asking for more, and I gave them my last. Can't never seen to let go of the past, and that's sad, uh, I just sit back and reflect, oh my god, they really feeling the kid, family calling on the phone, almost a star, true, look what you did, about to put silk right back on the grid, go kill a beat, then go listen to Trig, turn on my phone and I listen to Matt, headphones in, sit back with a grin, making up a profit, I don't care about the profit, I'm just teaching like a prophet, I'm just preaching like a prophet, staying tall like I'm dodging, sleeping on me like pajamas, I'm just trying to fill up my wallet. I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.